streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. I'm your Survivor-obsessed host, Fox Van Allen, and joining me today is my baby monkey, Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. Thanks hey. for that great introduction. Yeah, I'm working on my persuasion skills. Yeah. Not too bad, right? A little right? this for that. A little, <laughs> little bit of this for that. Um, actually, I've got a really great, uh, really great deal for you, Lance, um, but I can't tell you anything about it until you guarantee me that I can do whatever I want as part of this deal. Ooh, you drive a hard bargain. I'm going to have to give in and let you do whatever. Right? Okay. Well, that's that's great. So uh, the, the the deal is I'm, I'm doing a podcast, and it's right now, and we're going to talk about the latest episode of Survivor, which I'm super excited about because it was another fantastic episode. It's always a fantastic episode of Survivor, right? They don't make bad ones. But this one was great, uh, and we're going to talk about everything that happened today. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, Nora's absolutely terrible lie and how it fits into the worst lies in Survivor history. We'll, Ooh, we'll break them down. Good yeah. tease. Got a top five here for you, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to talk about the huge Chelsea blindside and whether or not it was a good move. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think it was. Uh, and uh, we're going to give our picks for Survivor of the Week and Go to the Week. So we've got a big show for you here uh, today, Lance. Um, but let's let's get started here with uh, with 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 the with the beginning here, uh, where we good place we, to start. Yeah, let's start at the beginning, right? Let's let's start at let's start at the end and work backwards. Ooh, um, memento. No, so uh, so where we last left off was uh, the Layro tribe uh, got rid of Vince last week, and uh, goodbye we, Vince. We, yeah, goodbye Vince. Good night, uh, sweet prince. And we pick up back at the at the camp where uh, Karishma. Uh, who received votes at that last tribal council, is not feeling too good about her position in the tribe. Uh, she says that she's expendable, and she's got she's got this she's got it down. Yeah, she she is she is. Um, there it's it's a very well choreographed to her exactly where she stands, uh, which is interesting because supposedly that women's alliance is, is supposed to be running this game. Um, so that, that hits hit a little bit of a, a rocky patch in this particular episode, just a little bit, and you know. Karishma knew that she was a target, and that gut feeling doesn't lie a lot of the times. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as as big of a target as Karishma is, it looks like we have new targets that are growing. There are bigger fish uh, to fry. There are bigger fish to fry. And uh, again, we have a survivor. I don't want to call it a showmance, because it did not quite look like a showmance. There wasn't a lot of kissing or traditional. It was a little bit of a flirtmance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we were talking about, of course, Dean and Chelsea, uh, who are... Who Delcy. Are, Delcy. <laughs> yes, we're talking about Delcy, survivor power couple Delcy. Um, Aaron is very concerned about this quote-unquote power couple. Um, I don't know what uh, what amount of power he thinks Dean has, but uh, maybe Chelsea. Chelsea's got that idol. Well, Aaron thinks he's running into the whole tribe, too, so he has a little... Yeah. He doesn't really know where he lies. He, he thinks he's a little stronger than he is in the game and stuff. Yeah, so that that's kind of... Yeah, we get... In this opening, we get an Aaron and Missy moment. Uh, apparently, they are working together uh, very, very tightly. That was kind of foreshadowed. Now, a that's couple, a power couple. A couple you're, no, like, that, trying to talk about a power is, couple. That is a legitimate power couple, yeah, because they are both... Uh, they're both very much, like, A-type personalities. They are, they are out there. They've got a plan, and they're going to make sure you do that plan 
Um, and, and they don't like this. They don't like this Dean and Chelsea thing and they want to get rid of Dean. Um, and you know what? That makes a lot of sense here. Uh, based on what Dean has done in the challenges, uh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Makes uh, a ton of sense. And then you have Chelsea and Dean kind of bragging about their flirt mans in front of the whole tribe, <laughs> which is already a bad idea to do yeah, that, to, yeah. to have the flirt mans, but then to, you know, joke about it too, while yeah. everyone's just like giving you the mean eye. Yeah. Not a good look for our, our power couple. And I like it. I also like that Elaine like gave him a little bit of rope to hang himself. Like, oh, you two are such a cute couple. Like it's, uh, it's, it's yeah, just she's perfect. playing matchmaker, but it's really just, you know, digging. In the grave it's like bit. matchmaker of doom that's yeah. right yeah, yeah 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 um absolutely love her elaine uh everything that she is doing um but uh, she doesn't know anything but she knows everything she does not know that <laughs> that is true uh, and i want to talk more about that later when we get to the tribal council because i am i am in love with her um and we're gonna get married someday anyway Ooh. uh <laughs> so that's what's uh that's what's going on in the laro tribe a little bit of uh a little bit of uh foreshadowing for what's the what's to come here when we uh hit the uh hit the uh, tribal council later um uh, but uh, meanwhile, on on Vokai, uh, things are a little bit uh, things are a little bit uh, happier, I guess. Uh, uh, we have our, our good our good friend there, Jamal, uh, who was friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, who was at the uh, at the bottom uh, and and left out of the last uh, last vote where uh, Molly went home, and he realizes that he's in trouble, and he has this golden opportunity. Uh, I believe he says that uh, what does he says? He's here in space and now in time. And opportunities are opening themselves up to him. And while uh, Tommy and Janet and Kelly and and Jack and everybody's off, like, singing on a boat, he's looking for an idol. And it really is the perfect time. Like, J- J- like Jason picked the wrong time. They just gave him the opportunity. They're like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to be over there. Uh, you just, you know, you know, hold down the fort a little bit. Yeah. You're just going to stay here, right? Yeah, and they just like, let... Obviously, you go search for the idol. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge mistake, especially because, uh, you know, if if there's anyone you don't want to leave alone, it's the person who's at the bottom, right? Yeah, who was just cut out of the Molly vote. The person who has the most incentive to go looking for the idol is the person you gave an opportunity to go look for an idol. And, you know, I, I think we I, I think I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago how like Jamal just had a really bad episode leading into that Molly. But now that now that that has actually passed, like I'm liking how he's playing. Like, I think this is another like case of a survivor player who does a better job on the bottom than they do on the top. Uh, and and I, I really like this. He went out and he found an idol and he think they all think he's in their pocket, but he is his own player. And I love it. I think you make a great point. I do think you saw him with a little bit of power. And, you know, he napped, he was a little arrogant and didn't even pack a bag and stuff. And then that backfired. And you're right. He is just, he wants to play the game and Mm -hmm. that's purely what he wants to do. And so being from the bottom gives him so many opportunities to do that, that it really is more fun to see him doing that. Yeah. It's kind of like Rick Devon's light from last season where Rick Devon's was in in such a a terrible position, got voted out of the game, come back in the game and kind of like plays like he's got nothing to lose. Like it's a very similar scenario where Jamal really doesn't have a lot to lose here. So he's going all out. He's looking for an idol. He's found an idol and I can't wait to see what he does with it. Uh, moving forward, because, you know, I, I mean, he may not be in a great place socially, but his tribe's in a great place if they've got a nine to seven advantage uh, and he's got an idol, which is going to help him later. And, you know, who knows how things may shake out if we've got a tribe swap coming, he could have new friends. Things are looking pretty good for Jamal right now. To play devil's advocate, though, yeah. having an idol is not good news in this season. So he <laughs> okay. might have just doomed himself. All right. So to, to but be fair, we're also due for an idol actually, someone actually yeah. playing. I mean, so at some point, an idol will get played and not Ooh, hot take. <laughs> just get, gets get flushed out of the game uh, in someone's pocket. A uh, nice souvenir, though. I, I feel like if you've got to have a, a souvenir, that's a good, yeah. that's a good one to have. 
You get a cool buff like this or have uh, yeah. immunity on. A reminder of the most expensive mistake you've ever made. It's great. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so Jamal finds an idol, but the, the, big, the big thing that happens here at the Vokaya tribe uh, camp is this decision about who's going to go to the island of the idols. So they, are, rather than pick a name out of a, a hat or whatever, uh, they need to agree unanimously on who's going to go to the island of the idols. See, this is more fun than just yes. a random, yes, you know, yes. oh, this is who it is. Right, because we get a discussion. There's like tribe dynamics. We get to see like everybody's got to make a decision here, and we have uh, we have uh, confessionals by Jamal, Lauren, Jason, and Tommy, all explaining what a terrible idea it would be for them to volunteer to go to that's, the island of. The that's Eagles. one of the reasons I like this so much is yeah. because it's like the most pure, honest moment you're going to get in Survivor's. Like I don't want to do that, yeah. and you just get a montage of almost every single person be mm-hmm. like, "There's no way in hell I want. I'm going to volunteer for that." Yeah, and yeah. then. Yeah, well, I mean, Jamal, Jamal's got, already got his idol, so he doesn't need to doesn't need to go to do this, right? Like Lauren, who gives gives fantastic confessionals this this episode, she's like, mm, me, uh-uh. uh uh. Jason's listening to the mom side of his brain. Uh, <laughs> good to listen to your mom sometimes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's, there's, uh... his, his mom voice is pretty good. <laughs> it is. It is. I love it. I love it. And uh, Tommy's trying to keep his threat level low. It's his games uh, having the smallest target on his back. Um, and I really like what he's, he's doing that. But they all say no. But one person's there. You know what? I'm going to do it. It's Nora. Nora Nora is just like, yes. She's just me. the person who's like, hold on to your butts. This is happening. That's her uh-huh. like mod- her way of life, her yeah. mantra. Yeah. And we don't get the discussion. We just, as the moment she volunteers, all of a sudden she's on a boat. Yeah, right? that was quick. <laughs> she's on her way. There was no argument from the rest yeah. of her tribe, well, I'm guessing. No one else wants to do it. Like, no one else wants to do it. And um, there, there's like that great moment where uh, Kelly is like, uh, I think we should just, I don't think we should leave it up to chance. Let's just go. And Nora's like, ooh, wow, I like that. Great job that. by Kelly, too. It's yeah. like, yeah. let's this could be so bad yeah. and it wasn't because the perfect person went <laughs> yes it could have it could have turned out poorly for her but it turned out much much more uh, <laughs> poorly for, for Nora spoilers um, yeah so well yeah so Nora goes to the uh, the island of the idols here and, and meets Boston Rob and Sandra and of course we have that moment like oh I know who you are it's it's you know did she though is, that's the one thing I, I wasn't completely I, sure I if she knew who yeah, they she were. wasn't it's like it's oh that <laughs> 30-foot wooden structure is kind of good looking. Yeah, yeah. Who could that be? Who could that... Is that someone I, I know? Uh, so uh, so Boston Rob and, and Sandra and her sit down over, over some watermelon. Uh, Sandra gets the smallest piece for some reason. Uh, yeah, Nora called her out Nora on did, that. Nora did. But, you know, Nora pulling a Mickey from Big Brother and just loves watermelon. Uh, well, who doesn't love... I mean, I'd, I'd eat just about anything. I mean, <laughs> there what it was like day eight and, yeah. you know... Uh, day nine, nine or ten. I yeah, think, around right? then. Yeah. Watermelon would look like the greatest thing in the oh, world, yeah. you know? So yeah. more power to her. Yeah, I want some watermelon right now. Let's let's break and do that. I'm surprised you didn't bring any. I, sh- I should have. I should have. Missed opportunity. Another missed opportunity. Oh, terrible. Okay, so um, so today's lesson is all about persuasion. Uh, Boston Rob uh, lets you know. And, uh, Nora needs is, that. Nora, Nora <laughs> does need that. And she she at least realizes that she needs it. Nora's very excited to get this lesson. Yeah. Um, the most self-aware she's probably been yeah. this entire time. Yes, yes. And we get some, uh, and we get some very... Uh, we get some some throwback uh, scenes from Survivor history. Um, again, poor Eric Reichenbach uh, just gets absolutely decimated by it, Survivor editors. There's like a quota that he has to be in like every season. It's like, remember this? Yes. Uh, in case you have been living under a rock for the last 10 years, uh, poor, poor Eric gave up individual immunity at Tribal Council. He got played very badly by um, by the the All Women's Alliance on, on Survivor Micronesia. Um, Great and season. we have seen that over and over again. Uh, I think we saw it on Ghost Island. Uh, 
think we see it. We, we just see it all the time uh, and it never gets old. I do like seeing it get out of the game, but that's hard if that's your survivor legacy. It's right? like, it's always funny to see it and then yeah. you see him actually get voted out and then his head drops and you're like, oh, I kind of feel bad now. But you know, that's history. No, I mean, it's a survivor lesson. He, he learned a lesson. Yeah. Um, so uh, Boston Rob uh, uh, kind of gives her a list of uh, all these different ways you can persuade someone, right? You can uh, you, uh, kind of figure out what they want. You can appeal to their ego. You can scare them. You can start rumors. That's Sandra's favorite, yeah. starting rumors. <laughs> Sandra uh, just drops in to start a rumor. Yeah. Or you can do a, a this for that. And that's what Nora picks up on. Nora likes that. That's that's her. That's totally Nora. Nora's totally a this or this for well, that. She has kind all of girl. those intellectual connections. She so does. This for that. It's a very really, yeah. She's really playing works. a very intellectual game. Um and uh, and and that's kind of what uh, what she latches on to. And that's eventually the the idea when she does go back to her tribe. She does try uh, this for that. Um but um when when they make the uh, when they make the offer to Nora. Where it's okay, so uh, you're gonna have to go and persuade. Here's the deal: I'm gonna tell you everything you need to know about the tribal, ca- uh, the uh, the immunity challenge. You're gonna be blindfolded, okay? But you gotta be the caller. You gotta convince your tribe to make you the caller. And Boston Rob points out that Nora is probably the last person you would want to be the caller. Um, which is, which is, I mean, it's first of all, she does have a very big mouth and a very loud voice, so that would come in handy. Um, but aside from that, uh, she is not good at communicating, and Boston Rob picks up on that immediately. Um, She's loud enough, I guess, to yell and have birds fly away. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I, see that? I missed that. It's just good editing. It's just good editing where she's just super loud. She's like, woo, and just like I, screaming. I heard all random, the woos. A lot random, of woos. Yes. If you're a uh, How I Met Your Mother fan, she is a woo girl. She does like the woo. She likes the woo. My favorite, though, was like, Boston Rob didn't even finish the offer. She's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. And nothing and, else. And then you have like, you have Boston Rob and Sandra just be like, are you sure? Like, I, think, about think about it. it. Chew your watermelon. Think about <laughs> it. Chew your watermelon. But no, she does not need to think about it. She's already made her decision. She is She is even more eager than Vince was last week to just go ahead and do this thing. Say what um, you want about Nora. Her zest for life, I respect. I No, I think, first of all, like I don't think it was a mistake for her at all to volunteer and go to the Island of the Idols. She's in a not-so-great position there is a possibility of reward and that that's not where this goes wrong like if they're willing to send her go like if you're on the bottom go yeah. why not you got nothing to lose right right um unfortunately kind of goes a little bit awry uh once she starts trying to come up with a lie um or even when she's just talking to Boston <laughs> Robin yes, Sandra it does. every every part of it kind of goes awry but the decision to go is not the problem everything that happens after that is the problem um so so good first move Bad follow-up. Um, yeah, good process, bad execution. <laughs> bad execution, yeah. So um, let's and let's talk about that execution here because the next scene, the next thing that we we follow her back to the camp, and again, like I said, it's a this for that, and her lie is absolutely one of the worst lies in Survivor history. Not just Survivor history. I think the history of the world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and there, there are some really big lies going on in the world right now, but the <laughs> biggest lie for sure is the one that Nora just told. Um, no, so we're going we're gonna to we're gonna talk about the biggest lies in Survivor history and where that, where that lie fits in, and we're going to do that all right after this. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. 
Okay, Lance, uh, we, we are back, and as promised, we are going to talk about Nora's absolutely terrible, just a god-awful, just a bare, just awful lie. No good, very bad there lie. There is so, it is so terrible. Okay, so the lie that she tells is, all right, so... I've got information about the immunity challenge, right? And it's it. This is the re, this is what I got. I got a I got something that the entire tribe can benefit from. And when I heard that, that's like, okay, this is go, this is starting to go well. Like she's framing it as like, okay, I got an advantage, but it's an advantage for all of us. It's not a personal advantage, and like that, it's going great. But then she explains, well, here's the twist, though. Here's the twist. You've all got to agree to let me choose what role I want before I can explain to you what the immunity challenge is. And there is a lot of confusion about this because none of this makes sense. The the people's faces in the tribe, they had no idea what was going on. This is where Boston Rob saying she can't coherently communicate with yes. anybody really rears his ugly it, head. You that know? is yes, that is exactly right. That and exactly it was right. I I had to watch this a couple times to even try to like catch on to the like morsel of idea that she was going with. It was that tough to like follow. Yeah. Um, uh, Tommy's confused about this. Uh, he, he just doesn't understand. Uh, Dan's eyes are cartoonishly doing circles in his head. Um, no one's, no one's by Kelly. I love Kelly's reaction to this. We were talking a little bit about that earlier, but Kelly is so glad that Nor's lie is just going so poorly that her lie is just like, no one's even thinking about her lie. Like, how does that not even register with Nora that you just heard this whole thing from Kelly a couple days ago, and this is exactly opposite of what it was? And then, but Kelly's reaction is amazing. She's just like laughing. She's like, "Oh my god, this is the perfect person I got out of it." Thank the Lord. Yeah. Um, and you know, I good good for good for Nora because at least she's sticking with her lie. You know, she's not she's not uh, she's not backtracking. She just keeps digging well, that hole deeper. Well, she thinks it's a good lie. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, yeah. believing the lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just to confirm, you've already chosen me. Just to confirm, <laughs> I'm I am yes yeah. yes no, no take backies uh, yes no t- no take backs. Um, yeah, and oh no, it's done. We can't you can't change it. You cannot change it. But here's the thing, like, if that is true, Jeff would check you at, tri- at like, the immunity challenge. Like, if, like, this is the correct situation and Nora is not in that position, Jeff would just stop it right away. So, like, already, like, this lie is going to come out immediately if this does not work. I do wish we got maybe, like, a scene on the boat back where she's, like, you know... <laughs> Counting the numbers, like if I do this, oh yeah, that'll totally work. Like we're just yeah. where she came up with the just idea. A couple of math equations floating around. <laughs> Carry the one. Yeah. Pythagorean theorem, trying to figure it all out. Can't, 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 can't quite figure. It's uh, just like, did did she have like twelve seconds to come up with this? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So compounding the lie. I mean, not just the fact that this is a terrible lie, but it's even more entertaining in the fact that Nora legitimately is the worst possible caller on planet Earth. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful that they showed us those scenes where Nora's practicing with uh, with Dan and the rest of the tribe. The and... practicing was, you know, like a chef's <laughs> kiss kind of thing. Like you talk about the editing and everything. Walk like, to my voice, Lance. Walk to my, walk to take my voice. Take 10 steps. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. No. <laughs> I, like, I like the walk to my voice. Dan corrects her that, nope, you're going to be behind us. I can't walk to your voice. She says, so walk forward. She's like, okay, walk forward towards my voice. <laughs> oh, that's right. You can't, can't, can't do that. that. I'll get behind can't you. Can't do that. Yeah. But then walk towards my voice. Yeah. Yeah. She is, she is so. And then, 
Oh, another please. great Kelly reaction. She's just laughing in the corner. <laughs> he, I, how can you do anything yeah. but laugh? And poor Dan, like, runs into, like, barefoot, like, stubs a toe on a tree. And that everything. did not, yeah, that did not look easy. He, it could have like, been worse. He's, like, crawling around on debris. <laughs> it would have been really funny if they had, like, the four people going at the same time, and then someone's just, like, walking on the beach, like, straight into the ocean mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Well, Tommy's just standing around doing nothing. I mean, she, she can only give one command at a time because she's got to count it down. Four, five, six. <laughs> did you take step number six yet? That's why I said six. I'm going to forget what number I said if I don't count it down. Um, again, we get another uh, we get another really fun uh, confessional from uh, Lauren here. Lauren's great. Uh, yeah, she is She is fantastic. Uh, and she says, a blind man can see that Nora does not belong in this church. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, because they're all going to be blind uh, heading into this uh, this, this tribal council. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely terrible. And I love how this, like, it's it's someone on Reddit, I think, like, it's a tragedy in three parts. Uh, it, it, it starts with that, the lie, and then once we get to, a, to the immunity challenge, uh, where they need to sit one person out because they're it's a you know it's a nine to eight so they got to sit someone it's out. It's like the perfect story, you yeah. know. And then Lauren, without e- without even like any discussion, Lauren just says, "Well, we're sitting out, Nora." <laughs> like everyone's like, "Yep, yeah, yep." Yeah. The, uh, the like just like being so unemotional about cutting her out was just like it was the cherry on top of everything. Like you get this ten minute sequence of her just ruining everything. You're like, "Oh my god, I got to see this in action," and they're like, "Nope." <laughs> We're just cutting a, her out. Just a no. Just callously Sick. like, you're out. Oh, are you sure about this? It's not, a, yeah. it's not a discussion. It's not like a vote. It's just a no. It's just no, you're done. And then even better, she loses her vote too. She does. She does. Um, which is probably the, the least of her worries at this point with this lie going so badly. So I, I got to really give a lot of credit to the Vokai tribe though, yeah. because they get exactly what they need. They know what the challenge mm-hmm. is. They can strategize yeah. for it. And they cut out their worst player who was going to sabotage them. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, like, great job by them. Yeah, it really is a huge advantage just knowing that, I mean, she, uh, so Nora s- supposedly says she's got all the details on the challenge. And when she starts explaining, it's clear she has no details on the challenge aside from the blindfold. Because, uh, you know, we just got to go pick up something. She doesn't say what we're picking up. And then come back. And we're done. That's all you got to do. Just yeah, go it. out and Just come back. Walk to my voice. And you're done. Um, it takes, you know, 27 steps. A little bit more complicated than that. Um, it but usually yeah. is. But yeah, uh, not that Nora needs to worry about it because she is not getting within uh, 100 feet of that challenge. I really do wish we could get like everybody wants like the Zack Snyder director's cut. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish we get like the director's cut or just like let Nora do it just so we could see it. Yeah. Because even if they get through <laughs> the first part, when she has to direct. Oh, the that puzzle, puzzle would have gone so oh badly. Oh, my God. You uh, get like Jason's, not to fast forward too much, but yeah. you get Jason's calm voice and you would have get you wouldn't got Nora just off the walls. Like, yelling <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. It would have been absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. Jason turns out to be really great in that role. Uh, something that Nora would not have been. Um, but Jason she- is. Other than that first episode, he's been one of the MVPs. Yeah, in Jason's season. really. I, I'm really like his confessionals are great, uh, and and he really shined in this immunity challenge. Uh, but before we talk about the immunity challenge, we were teasing it before the break, and uh, the the worst lies in Survivor history. Okay, so I want to talk for a moment about uh, the worst lies. So Nora's lie was absolutely terrible, but she is for sure not the first person to have, have an absolutely terrible lie on Survivor. Okay, so before we get started, I just want to put down a ground rule, Lance, for a lie to be the worst lie in survivor history i think it needs to have uh t- two elements it's kind of got to blow up in your face a little bit 
And it's got to be a lie that's so bad that other people don't believe it, right? So, like, Johnny Fairplay's lie about his dead grandma, that doesn't count because the, the tribe believed good lie. her. Yeah, I mean, it was a, uh, I think Sandra was uh, was seeing through it a little bit, but everyone else kind of bought it, right? So that lie was a, a, a good lie, right? Um, uh, so, so that one doesn't count. A bad lie would be like Nora's lie where it's, it's, it's a, just a bad idea and it blows up in her face and no one likes it. Okay. But here are, here are the, uh, here are the lies that I have chosen here, picking out the top five and I'll, I'll read them off, go over them a little bit and then you help me rank them. Okay, Lance. All right. So the first worst lie, uh, goes back to survivor worlds apart. And it's it's so Kim episode one, uh, where uh, her and and Joaquin are, are chosen uh, to go and and make a decision for the tribe between a, uh, a deceive box and an honest box where the deceive box is like you get a little bit of rice for the or a little bit of beans for the tribe but you also get a clue to the immunity idol or you can be honest and you get a large bag uh but you don't get a clue right so they uh so kim and joaquin make the decision that they're gonna lie and say they chose the neutral box there was a third box there it was a neutral box it's kind of in the middle um, and that's the that's the lie that they tell the tribe, and that lie does not work out very well because why would there be a neutral box on Survivor? Like that doesn't. It's not, not make even any a sense. good name. And then, <laughs> to be fair, Joaquin was just trying to hit on So Kim, so <laughs> was, his yeah. head really wasn't he in was, the game yes, or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. Uh, um, but obviously, it's just a terrible lie. Yeah, that was that was not a good lie. Um, okay, so lie number two, uh, the second lie here in the worst lies of Survivor history, uh, goes back to Survivor South Pacific, and this would be Ozzy's lie. Um, so right before the merge, this was a, uh, a Redemption Island season uh, where players competed to come back, and their tribe had the idea that uh, you know they were going to be down in the numbers unless they sent Ozzy to Redemption Island. They vote him out of the game so that he'll win and come back at the merge so that they would have at least a fighting shot at this. And they come up with this plan. Ozzy comes up with this idea where uh, we're gonna uh, you're gonna vote me out like as a tribe, like we're all gonna agree on it. But it was really Cochran. It was really that that Cochran guy who played an idol, and some of the rest of you were in on it too. And he like gives this like big speech in front of the other tribe and. Absolutely no one believes it. And his rationale, why why, why does he want to get in, back in the game? For revenge, basically. That's what he says. For revenge, basically. Ozzy just seems like a revenge guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I, whenever I'm out for revenge, you know, basically, that's what I'm looking for. It was basically. just... For him, it was just such an overreaction, like yeah, overacting yeah. kind of thing. That it, was it, was, a, it, was, <laughs> it was just so bad. Like, in the beginning, you're like, okay, kind of. And then you, he, like, just gets so boisterous and everything you're just yeah. like ah, i don't know about this and then they they knew right away like he's lying yeah ozzy's good at a lot of things in survivor but this this is not one of them uh selling a selling a bad lie is not one of them okay so the uh so the third lie that i i've, I've put in the mix here uh goes back to heroes versus villains uh it is not uh, it is not russell's lie uh to, to jt uh because because that lie seems to that, that that seems to that seems to work out fine but um for uh, it's it's Amanda. It's Amanda's lie to Parvati uh, at at the merge, where uh, Parvati has an idol and she's considering playing it. And Amanda, you you should play it for yourself. Consider playing it for yourself. And it's it's just like this very like you should play your idol tonight, where there's abs like 
that's not information that you're going to communicate to someone if you like want to like it's just nothing nothing about that seemed genuine and parvati sees through especially to a master of the game like yes. parvati who yes. this is what she does like yeah. she knows when people are lying to her it just is kind of ironic a little funny that amanda and ozzy are just such bad liars. yeah and and you'd think <laughs> it makes sense right yeah. they were together for a yes. while um no but you'd think like because even like Parvati doesn't believe like you can tell based on like Parvati's face in this moment that she does not believe it you can tell from Amanda's face she doesn't believe it she's just like she has this like weird face like you should play it though like really it was it was just not so unbelievable yeah yeah it was not it was not great um and uh the fourth worst lie um the fifth one will of course be Nora's uh but the fourth uh fourth lie goes back to season 29 blood versus water and that's Val uh survivor winner Jeremy uh Jeremy's uh, wife Val um whom on uh claims at the first tribal council that she's got to go to uh to defend herself that uh she has two idols she does not have one idol she has two idols so that's uh, you don't want to target her because she's got two yeah. Um, at, at for, for the first time in Survivor history, someone found two idols on the beach. This That's is amazing. Great. Yeah. And very my good. favorite part about that whole lie is in the tribal council, they're like, you have two. We should vote for you. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> and for and for some reason, she just like, yep, that's oh, OK. All right. That's you're you're going to be sorry, but OK. She really does not do much to change. She just doubles down it, on it. Yes. She doubles down when it looks like she is going home. She just doubles down on it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that is supposed to change. Uh, so number five, of course, like I said, was, is Nora's live. Oh, lie. OK. So help me rank these, Lance. Do you have any feeling? So what's which is there one we can take off the list? Uh, first of all, as like our number five, which one is there one that stands out? I to think you? Ozzy's is the worst of those five. OK. So or like best, best would be number five. Okay, that's. I, I actually, I actually agree with you. Okay. I, I've put that in number number five as well. And, and why did you? Why do you say it's not a number number five? I mean, it was obviously a bad lie, but I don't think it had like the biggest impact on the game. Okay, and it's, it was just not. It wasn't like a material lie that was like such a big deal. Yeah, you know? like not believable. People instantly didn't believe it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that just kind of just ruined the game. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. And I think that, um, one of the reasons I put it at number five is because it, it could have worked had Ozzy not sucked at selling. Yeah. 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 Like it's, it's like a decent enough idea. Like, okay, uh, Ozzy's got to go. Like that's the plan. Um, but he just does such a terrible job at selling. Like the entire tribe's like cheering for him at the, when he's trying to get back into the game. Like that doesn't, that doesn't like jive with the story at all. Yeah. Um, and when you're doing something that just doesn't feel like part of your character of who you are, yeah. then obviously it just feels like a lot. It is definitely does not seem like part of Ozzy's character, or at least how you would expect him to react if he was seeking revenge on a tribe that just kind of effed him over. Because you've seen him play before. Like, you know, like you've seen him play a couple times at this point. You already have an idea of what he is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, so Ozzy's number five. I think we agree on that. What is, uh, what is the next one on your list? Number four. Number four, I've got the Heroes vs. Villains Parvati Amanda lie. Okay, that's actually... We're, we're I, again, I've got that as number four as well. I yeah. think to a lesser player, this works. I think mm-hmm. this is a lie that probably yeah. works, even if Amanda doesn't do a great job of selling it. Poverty is just amazing at this yeah. and knows. And so, and I did really like how poverty, you know, went with it and everything. Yeah. But I don't think it really is on the level of the three other lies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does not work out well for Amanda, for sure. Uh, but it doesn't send... I mean, it's she not... She didn't go home or anything. It's not, yeah, it's not... I mean, she, eventually she does. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, like, the immediate, like... It doesn't blow up in her face immediately. 
Um, it's a lie that could potentially be sold to someone. Like, you're going home, you should play an idol. It's not done in the best way, but had things been a little bit different, it could have worked, okay? And I, I think that's a great reason to have it at number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you have as number three? I've got Nora as Are number gonna, three. Okay, all right. Do, are me, we still in agreement? Or I, we... I actually have a different one as okay, number good. three, but you tell me why. Tell me why this is number like, three. Like obviously, this is a terrible lie. I think yeah. like just based on like a lie, it's one or two on like how terrible it is. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think it had a huge impact yet. Like Nora's already probably not going to win this game. Yeah. So what was really the big impact? She just loses her vote and she's sitting out. So I just think the impact on the game wasn't as high. I think if you're taking it as just a pure lie, mm. it's probably in the top two. Yeah. But because of the impact on the game so far, I just don't. And like Nora just isn't a huge factor right now yeah. that I would put it at three. Yeah. I, I put uh, I put So Kim's neutral box at three. Um, and That was my number two. Yeah. So the the reason why I put it at, um, at, at number three is that it was not a um, – it wasn't a – a super high risk uh, move. Like it wasn't like like she's going home unless she says this right now. Um, it's a terrible lie. Uh, the fact that there, no one's going to expect a neutral box, but that alone shouldn't necessarily like take her out of the game. It does. <laughs> she does go out of the game at, at the uh, the first tribal, but um, it 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 could have gone a lot worse uh, for, for her. Um, you could have pot- potentially put some of the blame on, on Joaquin. Uh, he was the one who wanted to go for the, uh, for the, for the deceive anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, there were, there were plenty of opportunities there for her to turn it around. Um, but that's who I have as number it's three. It's just neutral is just such a dumb thing really to put dumb. it on. It it's really like, is dumb. If you're going to lie, come up with something better than neutral. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, first day you can kind of, like for some people, you can maybe you know walk it back a little bit, but it's such a bad look in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the reason, I mean, one of the main reasons why this is this is three to me and two uh, is is Nora's lie is because Nora's lie is so much easily is much more easily checked. Um, that one can be checked immediately. Um, this other That's one is like okay, it's probably ninety nine percent sure she's lying. Uh, this the, Nora's lie, you can be hundred percent sure she's lying. Yeah. Uh, you'll have you'll have verification at tribal at, or at the uh, immunity challenge if you really need it. Um, um, so I guess we've both settled on our number one. Our number one worst one is congratulations, Val, for being the worst liar in Survivor history. You win two idols. <laughs> you wish you wishes you won two <laughs> idols. That would have been really good. Um, yeah, that one is just uh, like you said. It, first of all, it is unbelievable that she would have the two idols, um, despite the fact that John Rocker actually does believe her um, <laughs> for, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Rocker. I mean, I don't really. Good, no, good no, for I take that back. But, uh, edit, 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 <laughs> edit that part out. Yeah. Uh, but Rocker sees the clue too. Yeah. And then yeah. fine. Like, Rocker, yeah, he he knows that there's an idol at camp. He goes looking for it, uh, even though she says it. Uh, but he works with her based on this like plan that she's got two idols. Like that's like, all right. And then when he's like casting is because they do eventually go to tribal. It winds up as a tie. She doesn't play her idol, of course, because she doesn't have one. And uh, John Rocker's upset because, uh, you know, now now I'm going to look terrible yeah. because you lied. Uh, and he does. Um, it's kind of funny to, to view that with the Parvati Amanda one because yeah. it's both. Both people having two idols, maybe not having two idols, but it's like someone telling you to play it and someone also telling you to play it and who to believe and stuff. It's just kind of funny to see how those two are very similar. Parvati actually did have two idols. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest difference there. Yeah. That was the biggest difference. It's a lot easier to play the game if you have the two <laughs> yeah. rather than pretending you have yeah, the two. Yeah, Parvati didn't find them on day one or anything no. either. No, no, no. Um, so that's, uh, so yeah, so so congratulations, Nora. You just escaped uh, with the skin of your teeth uh, from having the worst lie in Survivor history. Um, okay, so uh, let's, let's 
it's now that we've got our, our worst lies sorted out, it is time to get into this immunity challenge. And it's a fantastic immunity challenge. It is a survivor classic. I love the blindfolds because inevitably someone's going to get hit in the groin and someone does get hit in the groin. Sorry, Tommy. And what more can you want in a survivor challenge than someone getting hit in the groin, right? You you just knew Probst was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I can say it. Booyah. <laughs> Tommy takes one in the groin. It's like a nice little break there. Good, good, you know, good addition, Jeff. Like it. I love, you know, he's obviously done this for a while and he's amazing at it. He knows the dramatic pause, you yeah. know, the pregnant pause. It's a very big thing if you're a broadcaster, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so like we were saying before, uh, before we got into the, uh, the break, uh, Lauren immediately, uh, shuts down Nora as a caller idea and they chose Jason instead. And this is a fantastic move because he is so fantastic in this challenge. Uh, Elizabeth is the caller for Lero. Um, she is in a little bit over her head. Uh, to be fair, she does not have time to practice like the Volkai tribe does. Her, she does have the voice that carries and stuff. She's a little hectic kind of like a bull in a china shop kind of thing but she you know as we see she does a pretty good job you know reining it in a little bit yeah she she could she could be a little louder i feel like that's uh not that she's like soft-spoken or anything but it it does seem to be like that a lot of people seem to be having trouble hearing her uh, especially over some of the shouting that some of the other tribe noises they're making yeah 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 but you do that's an underrated part of this you need a voice that carries like some people just don't have that voice that kind of like powers through everything yep you need a you need a nor nor a voice but a jason brain that's what you need um and uh, they were aligned at one point they were yes and uh, elizabeth does not quite have either um you know not not that that's the worst thing in the world uh you know but uh but uh elizabeth also has the added problem that she has to deal with dean and krishma in this challenge and like in the last challenge uh this does not seem to be a challenge that dean and krishma are very good at we're yet to see what one they are good at but this is not the one um, so we have, uh, Dean who, uh, goes over instead of under and, uh, oh, here's my, here's my Dean impression, right? Where he just like turns around and, and is not nowhere near it. I love that. It's like yelling, go under, let's, let's go over this thing. <laughs> he's not good at, he's not great at listening. And then the charisma just, you know, like the air, like when the air yep. goes through those things and your the arms are flailing yeah. everywhere, like yeah. not, not good. Yeah. And uh, there's a point where like Missy is just like yanking on like her, ch- like her cord, like, come on, come on. Like I'm, I'm through this thing. Why aren't you? At, we love Missy, but her annoyance level throughout this episode, <laughs> she's going to yeah. hit a breaking point. Missy is having less and less of this as, as the, as the season goes on. In the face too. Yeah. Oh, she does get slapped. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Dan, who, as we know, has an issue with spatial awareness, uh, again, has an issue with spatial awareness in this challenge and just smacks her right in the face. This time, not totally his fault, <laughs> no, but damn. And then he's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Different teams, man. That's the, that's the other team, bro. <laughs> that's, that's Jason's response bro. to that. Absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. Um, but if the, uh, the, the, the Lairo tribe here, uh, struggles, the Vokai tribe does absolutely fantastic. Um, right down to the puzzle. Um, Jason is like so calm and collected and just giving the perfect instructions. Uh, he gets it. He does screw up on the puzzle a little bit, puts the wrong pieces in the wrong places. Because, but he realizes it, yeah. which is really really the difference in the game so i wrote that i loved jason's calm voice like that is it was great and especially to keep that going when you hear probes going this is gonna be the biggest comeback in survivor you (laughs) know and all these hyperboles and everything and for him to stay calm and really the difference was he noticed the mess up 
in that part of the puzzle and Elizabeth didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they both made the same mistake where mm-hmm. it's the puzzle can go together. The actual pieces will fit in a number of different ways, some of which are not correct. And they both put it together in a way that was not correct. Jason very calmly fixed it. Um, and it did and it did look like Lero was making a comeback there, but it was that little detail, that little detail that he he figured out. It would have been a great comeback, but they pretty much showed you that you had to get it right the first time or it wasn't yeah. going to happen. And that lead that Jason got them out on and then noticing that one part of the puzzle before Elizabeth, that's it comes yeah. down to those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Jason MVP here who has had such a fantastic turnaround since episode one. Um, you know, it, we're not sure if he is in, you know, the good social graces of the tribe. Like, it seems like he's in a better spot than he was. Certainly everyone's talking about getting rid of Nora. No one's talking about getting rid of him or at least the way they used to be. Um, so that's a win. I think that's a that's a win for him. Yeah. He's a, he's a number that they need, and he's a guy that seems to be getting along with everybody. Yeah. And that was such a complete 180 from that first episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, again, good congratulations to the uh, the Vokai tribe, who gets a 9-7 to seven lead here uh, because they don't have to uh, head to tribal. Um, and, uh, again, great for Jamal, who gets to just kind of sit back and enjoy his idol and get one more step forward. And if we believe what we see in what's coming in the next episode, he's got the tribal swap coming up. Um, so he's going to be fine, or at least it looks like he's going to be fine. Yeah, as um, long as, you know, what's happened over these last couple of weeks doesn't happen to him where you, you'd go with that idol in the pocket. Anything so. anything could happen. But for now, it looks like yeah. he's, he's OK. He, yeah, on paper, um, he's looking great. Yeah. As, as, as for the Lero, Lero tribe, um, I, pretty much everybody in there seems like they're, they're in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, and uh, one person especially, and we're going to talk about that right after this. Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready to explore like never before. Swiper knows swiping. Oh, man. Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos juntos. Dora, the brand new series. Stream with your family now. Exclusively on Paramount Plus. All right, Lance. So we are back, and uh, let's we're gonna let's head into the uh, the, uh, the we're getting ready for tribal council here, and uh, a lot of scrambling. And I really like this seg I really like this segment because we find out an awful lot about the dynamics of the tribe and who's working with who and how things might go in the future. Um, and we're really dealing with two kind of there are two kind of power groups that are going on here, right? It's it's Missy and Aaron, who we talked about earlier, who are really pushing for Dean. And on the other side, it looks like we have. Elizabeth and Elaine, who are working together, um, kind of, you know, as, as part of that women's alliance. And when Missy and Aaron make this pitch, like, it's got to be Dean. Dean stinks at challenges. His resume, I believe, is garbage, right? It's garbage yeah. resume. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he's adding nothing here, and we got to get rid of him. But uh, Elizabeth's like, well, hold on a second. This guy gets firewood. <laughs> this guy gets firewood. So what are we? Krishma doesn't. Krishma doesn't. Um, and I mean, that's one argument. I think the better argument is that Karishma knows she's on the bottom and there's a tribe swap coming up. So let's get rid of her. I think that's probably the smart thing to do, but that's not something that Missy and Aaron are necessarily, uh, interested in because as Missy says, if she can control two, do- two votes, that's a dope day. Um, and Missy thinks she's got Karishma in their pocket. Now that this is, I think we talked last week, we were talking about how every time I see Missy, she's doing something right. I feel like this is the first time that I've seen Missy do something wrong here. Um, Yeah. We were talking about how efficient she was, but she, she 
just is playing a little too hard. You know? Yeah. She's going, you I think know, that's right. A yeah. little full court press. And when she doesn't have to, like, yeah. it's just a little too soon, it feels like. And, you know, people are starting to, she's starting to get on people's radars. Yeah. Now. She's, she's great and she is there to play. And that is what I love about her. But she is playing a little bit too hard here. Like I think you said, where she is kind of going full speed and she's got this plan and the plan makes me nervous. I think you want to, when it's so early, it's still so early. It's only the fourth round here. Do something safe. Like, everyone's trying to make big moves on this tribe. Like, why are you making big moves when there are 10 people here, when there are nine people here? Don't make big moves yet. Wait, wait. There's plenty of time to make big moves. Yeah, I think when they say, we don't want to go after Dean, and that's out, then you go back to Karishma. Like, Mm -hmm. you made your try. Don't go getting desperate and searching for a new name like Chelsea. Mm -hmm. And then... You lose a women's number. You're an all-women's alliance. Mm-hmm. You lose a women's number. And then now you have to really rely on Karishma as that number now. And yeah. so Missy thinks she has that vote. I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, and if you want to, want to compare the power players on the one side, we have Aaron and Missy. And on the other side, we have Elaine and Elizabeth. And I absolutely love the way the, those two played. Um, they both have great moments, great quotes here. Um, uh, uh, Elizabeth, who went to um, the Island of the Idols, right? Um, she, she says that, you know, she learned that she has to look before she leaps and that if it was 10 days ago, she would have just gone with it because it wasn't her name. But now she doesn't want to, she doesn't understand why are we getting rid of Dean? Like I said, he gets the firewood. He, he cooks the meals. Why would we get rid of him? He's so great. Look at Island of the Idols paying off. This is exactly what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is. It is paying off. Um, and so she tells Elaine the plan and she approaches it great. Like, well, there's this plan and I don't know. Um, they're trying to get rid of, they want to get rid of Dean. Like, I, what do you think about that? Like, I don't like that plan. Yeah, I don't like it either. What's going on there? Um, and they they kind of make the uh, make the call that like Aaron's acting a little shady here. Elaine call Elaine calls it out that Aaron does not care for what Aaron's up to. And uh, you know, is is Aaron playing it well here? Because he was. It looked like he was bouncing back from that first and kind of getting right back into the tribe. And here it looks like, again, he's the same thing that kind of like got him in trouble in the first place where there's these two guys that they were very concerned about trying to make all these little shifty deals. Uh, again, he's back making shifty deal or trying to do something that's a little bit, uh, a little bit sketchy there. Yeah. I think it's hard to really understand what he's trying to do. Cause he's just going too hard again. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks he's in a power position, he even said it like I'm running this tribe and he's yeah. not. And so my thinking is that the real reason he wants Dean out is because he would be the only physical threat other mm. than like a missing, but as a, the male physical threat, because right now they can make a decision. It's like, hey, Dean's physical. We can afford to lose Aaron. Yeah. So that my thinking was that was his mm. approach. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Aaron and Dean are supposed to be like working together. And they like Elaine, Elaine gets really nervous about that, that Aaron's yeah. already yeah. ready to just turn on him because when's he going to come from? He's going to come for everybody if he's going to go for his friends. Uh, you can't trust that. Um, I'm really interested to see how long Elaine's going to, you know, play this low key game because she's already talking about Missy and Aaron. Like, yeah. Those people could be big targets. It really depends on what happens in this next episode yeah. and the, the tribe swap and everything. But I think if Elaine can find a way, that's her first power move. Yeah, I, I want to say that I, I, despite the fact that she may not be making these gigantic like power moves out in the open, like she is the power player mm-hmm. on the Lairo mm-hmm. tribe, like uh, from day one, where she is kind of the center of all the different alliances. There are a number of competing alliances that are going on, and she's part of all of them. Um, you know, she's working with Tom, who's a person that, that doesn't seem like anyone else is like doing a lot of stuff with, uh, you know, she is. And Tom 
looks like one of those guys that you just trust no matter what. He yeah. just, I don't know what it is. We haven't got a lot of screen time got... with him, but maybe it's like his dad figure <laughs> thing, but he just feels like a guy. It's like, if he says he's going to vote with me, he's going to vote with yeah. me. I only saw two Tom moments in the last episode. It was one where he looked weirdly concerned at tribal, ca- uh, the, the, uh, the immunity challenge before it even started and where he had a little, a uh, little flower in his, yes, yeah, it was his, cute. In his, in his behind his ear. Yeah, it was, it was cute. It was cute. Uh, you know, Tom's, Tom's being part of the kumbaya that, uh, that Aaron does not uh, care for. Um, but uh, yeah, Elaine has a really great quote here. Uh, if, if they don't have me and Elizabeth, they can't pull it off. And I think that's br- like, it's great that she like is very much aware of where she is in the game. And even if she does a great job at tribal of selling, like, I don't know what's going on. The game's moving so fast. No one like it's, it's this she thing. She can only play dumb thing. for so long. Sandra buys it though. Yeah. Sandra buys that Elaine does not know what's going on. Yeah. And I think that's like the biggest feather mm-hmm. in, in Elaine's cap right here is that she's playing so well that even Sandra doesn't think that she's a power player in this tribe. And that's exactly where you want to be. Absolutely. Maybe on the nine side of the numbers rather than the seven side. That's the only thing that she kind of has working against her but I mean she's just got such a great personality that people seem to love and like she does seem like I think I could work with her like she just has that vibe to her where I mean if the rest of her tribe is in trouble like I think she could be fine yeah, her strengths are really getting along with people and her awareness of the game and just understanding the game and that's going to you know, that what seems like what will propel her pretty late in this. I, yeah. I do wonder because in the first episode, people are like, if we go up against her, we're going to lose in the end kind of thing. Yeah. When does that come back? When does that bubble up again? I think that's something you really need to start worrying about, but only towards the end of the game. It's certainly like a post-merge thing I, I think you want to worry about. Um, you know, it's it's different because she's not going to win because she's good at challenges. She's going to win because people like her and like her story. So she's not someone I'm worried that's going to win immunity at final five or final six or final seven or final eight, where it's like you kind of like just pick your opportunity there. As long as she doesn't have the right like group of people working for her, like she does not seem like the type of person. But maybe that's a mistake, right? Maybe yeah. because she is such a great social player that you want to get rid of her sooner. She could be, you know... Like- like kind of like the Christian of this season yeah. where everyone loves her. If she gets to the end, she probably wins, but she's just not dominant enough in those challenges that it gets you to the end and wins the game. Yeah. If you're working against her, I think you want to get rid of her very quickly. Um, but if you're working for her, like I, with her, I, I mean, she seemed like a really great person to work with. I, I would, I would want to work with her. Yeah, she's so. another person yeah. that you just feel like you can trust her. Yeah, yeah, and and not everybody can, which is great. Yeah, it's survivor for yeah. you, right? Yep. Um, so yeah, so uh, so Elaine uh, Elaine shoots down this idea, and if they can't agree on Dean and they can't agree on Karishma, by the way, both of those are great choices. Like either one of them can go could go go here. Like there's no reason to keep Dean. There's no reason to keep Karishma. Like they're great reasons to get rid of both of them, but they can't agree. So they come up with a plan Z. Uh, apparently. And the plan Z is Chelsea because Chelsea is so close to Dean. So let's just break up that couple. Like at least we can break up that couple and we're getting what neither of us wants. So everybody's happy, right? What, so what, what do you think about this, uh, this, this, this move to kind of switch the target here? It absolutely felt like a plan Z. It was yeah. just, it, you could sure even did. tell like Missy's like, I just need a name. So yeah. it kind of just felt like whatever popped up. And unfortunately it was Chelsea. I don't, hate the move just because she does have an idol but it's not like they knew that yeah and stuff but it like i said earlier it really hurts the all women's alliance who people yeah chelsea was part of like a big part of that and you had her idol too right right and then you're just so much more reliant on karishma who is you 
she just wants to jump sides like whenever she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's such a big blindside here in part because there doesn't seem to be like a really strong, really compelling reason to take out Chelsea here. I mean, yeah, she's part of that two person like she's something's going on with Dean, like even if they're not in a showmance um, that, you know, they've got some kind of relationship going there. But is that something that's really does that really is that really as dangerous as they all make it out to be? Because they're not actually in a relationship like is this the right would you say what about this lance is this the right time to break up that quote-unquote showmance like would you have done it here i don't think so i think i mean if you do you go dean but i, yeah. I would have gone Krishma. just take out the easy person especially because you got to think that that tribe swap's coming yeah and everything but once you hear dean's not in it that then you go Krishma. i don't think i would have gone after and broken them up because you think you need those numbers and that yeah. tribe swaps coming yeah um exactly i we i and i've i've been looking forward to a tribe swap at four because that's where you get it like after the fourth round you usually have a tribe swap that's just where jeff likes to put them uh and i feel like you know if you're survivor you know you expect the expected here <laughs> um unlike big brother but like that, it's coming you know it's coming eventually. Like, this is probably not going to be the first season in, like, six years that they haven't had a tribe swap. One's coming, and it's probably coming soon. And if they wind up on a different tribe, if other the other tribe sees this, the other tribe is going to take a, a, a shot at this. Like, they're not going to want to let a showman's go. Like, that's a perfect target. Like, just keep in your core people. The people that you... There's no re- like you could trust Chelsea, right? There's no reason why you can't trust Chelsea. It should be about trust at this point and not like necessarily like who's like maybe a little bit who's winning and who's helping in challenges and who who's helping around the tribe. But if a swap's coming, that's not as important as who you can work with later at the merge. And that's the reason why I, I just hate this Chelsea move to get yeah, rid just of her. Keep those bigger targets yeah. in. That's all you got to do. And, and they don't have any idea. Like you said, they have no idea about the idol. If they did know it was an idol, like it does look like a much better move because there's a reason to get rid of her. They don't know that reason, but there is a reason to get rid of her. But I'll say like in the future, like if they do go into this, uh, you know, the merge and they have, they're close in numbers, but could just use that one moment with an immunity idol could change everything and they don't have it because they got rid of her for no reason. Yeah. And now if that idol is, you know, back in the wild, what if during this tribe swap, it goes to the other side and you just flush that one out and it's gone. And now you're on the bottom of that or maybe it goes to Krishma. now now you can't <laughs> yeah. ever hurt at all yeah. right right so yeah i karishma is a great target here um dean's a great target i probably would have gone with karishma uh like you said yeah, karishma wasn't even really like fighting or anything like... she is doing the opposite um and uh I, I forget who it was i think it was um uh chelsea actually i think uh who kind of like points out that uh karishma's playing f- uh, kind of like made herself on the outs like the charisma really and and that really kind of like strikes me as like yeah that's accurate where it's charisma is maybe a little bit on the outs just in general but she kind of embraces that and is like so like oh um, no one likes me no one's working with me and not just like in confessionals in confessionals that's fine but like with the entire tribe around right yeah the guilt trip is just a little too much like we get it you want to play people aren't doing what you want to do but yeah you can't just you know have a, a tantrum every time that happens. Yeah, know? yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of survivors about perception and the way other people, you know, perceive you. And if you want to put out there that you're the next person to go, they're gonna sure. 
you're the next person to go. Like, why would you embrace that role? Like, fake it till you make it. That's my advice to, like, Karishma. Not that she needs it. I mean, that's great life advice. But, yeah, like, seriously. That's how we're here. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they think I I know stuff about Survivor. Come on. Uh, I've never been on an island. (laughs) So, uh, you know, listen, I... Oh, poor Krishma. Um, but I, I like her. I love her as a I love her as a person. Like she is a really great person. But I also, just want her to like just yeah. P- p- like just, just want to shake I'm part her. Of, you know? I'm part of this. Like just act like you're part of it. You know, like like we're getting along great. Like we're such a great tribe. Like I love you. I love you. Not like no one likes me. The opposite. Do the opposite of that. Yeah, you just want to like shake her and be and like, yeah, get her yeah. Head. And because she she could be fine here. Like she does not like. There is no reason why she needs to be that next person to go. And and she says some things in the tribal council that you don't need to vocalize you know right, you don't need to, right. to be the poor man's little finger from game of thrones and say yeah, <laughs> chaos is a ladder you don't need to do that chaos is a ladder like, you're just annoying missy even more like missy yeah. just drops bombs on her saying she's not without fault mm-hmm. all of us are playing equally and she's getting lapped and yeah. then you have the tribe agreeing like yeah yeah oof. so i so again I feel like that was a mistake by Missy. Like yes. Missy came yep. after her so hard, unnecessarily hard, where Karishma's like excited that things that are not people who are not her could potentially go home at that night. And she's really excited by that. And immediately Missy's like, no, 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 you suck. Yeah, don't be happy. You suck. <laughs> Let's just get this clear. You stink. No one likes you. You suck. Missy's annoying. And then like Tom's like, yeah. Yeah. Missy's annoyance level is going to get her in trouble because she has been playing such a good game, but she really needs to tone that down a little bit. And it's really getting on people's radars. Like when you have these dark metaphors about Russian roulette and like you just come off as unemotional. Yeah. And remorseless, yeah. so that's not going to help her. She's like, playing the game hard. She's, she's playing, playing the game, the game hard, hard, and I totally respect that. And I, we are huge fans where mm-hmm. we said she's efficient, but it's a little too much. A little bit too much. I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, you know, chaos is a chaos is a ladder. Uh, good, good for her. She does. Cli- I don't know that I she's mean, climbing out of the hole so much as like the bombs are just dropping around the hole. And if then you're, she's fine. If you're going to do the little finger line, spoilers, little finger dies. So <laughs> it's not it's not good, Karishma. Yeah, I don't. Chaos I, is a ladder to fall down yeah yeah um and while karishma is a fantastic character on the tv it does not look like she is heading towards the million dollar prize like that's just my read on it like things could turn around we were wrong about jamal or at least jamal was looking like he was in a bad spot and he turned it around so maybe a tribe swap will help her out we don't know we'll find out next week i guess right yeah i mean if you're the other say she joins and she's the one deciding vote that's yeah. huge for her it would be huge it and if she huge. somehow finds an idol then she is flying yeah i'm very excited to see who jumps ship and why uh, when the when the tribe swap happens because there are a lot of people out there who have reason to be unhappy with the situation that they're in um, i really and... want to see what vokai does yeah yeah i mean even though there is that seven to nine uh you know uh, split like ideally what the Lairo tribe should have been doing is getting rid of the three people whom they would not be able to work with and merge and keeping a a core group, of, a core happy group together, but instead they did the exact opposite, and they have a very fractured, uh, two-sided alliance going forward, where it's us and it's them, and it's also those other guys who are at the bottom, and it's it's really like three, it's really like three groups here. Yeah. Um, and well, we have three tribes. Re- well, maybe, maybe. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that it's just two. Me too. I'm, I'm kind of hoping it's just two, uh, because we're getting uh, some really good dynamics, uh, get better interpersonal, and I think we just there's just more people 
people talking to each other, different relationships can pop up. I, I think I would prefer that we that we stay at two tribes. Yes, but, I'm here. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Jeff likes his threes, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of how uh, kind of how tribal goes there. Um, it, could Chelsea, be, it could Chelsea, be anybody. Though. It could be anybody, and it winds up being Chelsea. Yeah, poor Chelsea. I wouldn't want to be blindsided. Yeah, we got so much foreshadowing from her. Like, <laughs> hey, remind remind everyone I have this idol, and I'm in a really good spot. And mm-hmm. Dean doesn't see a blindside happening. Yeah. I don't want to be in a showman's because it can really wreck your game, she says at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, she I, says I feel here, like I'm in a very good place. Yeah. She says here at Tribal, when you pull off a blind side, that inner part of you smiles, um, all smiles as she walks out the uh, at, at a Tribal Council. I don't and know. And the second person in a row to walk out with an idol in their Second pocket. person. Yeah. Um, that I mean, there was at least Vince should have known that he was in trouble and had a reason to play it and his idol was about to expire mm-hmm. and that one was a terrible move. Uh, I can't I can't blame Chelsea too much for not playing her idol here because there is really no reason why she should think that she's going home and there's no reason she should go home and she goes home anyway. Yeah, really hard to blame her for that because you do feel like you're good and I haven't been in it, but <laughs> the fight of, do I play it now? I really want to hold yeah. on to it. it just seems so hard. But I do think... Like we even saw it with Sandra and Boston Rob, like it could be anyone. It could be. And I think when it's like that, you got to play safe there. Yeah, yeah. So but like you said, I, it's hard to blame her for that. But when it's that wide open, maybe you just do it. Yeah. I, I feel like, I, I, I feel you. I, I think it's a little, it's a little tricky because then you're like exposing the fact that you had one. How did you get it? What's going on? Did you get that at Island of the Idols? Did you lie to us? There are a lot of questions there in case it goes badly and then you've used it and it's gone. And All fair. You're, you're a much bigger target now because you are vulnerable and you were good enough and you lied. And there, there are all sorts of reasons, I think, not to play it. Um, I mean, had she played it, that would have been a fantastic move. Like it would have just been like she had ESP or something. Yeah, that would have been crazy. It, it would have been a fan, like one of the best like idol plays in Survivor history if somehow she figured it out. But All right, probes. There's nothing out. to figure out. There's nothing to figure out. Yeah, yeah. So that's the uh, that's uh, that's 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 it's the story of Chelsea. I, I did like Chelsea too. You know, like she, even yeah. what Dean was saying, she was pretty funny. She had some cool one-liners and everything. She even said that like she's been watching this since I think she was like eight yeah. or something. So it's always tough when that happens. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't even make it to the merge. Yeah. Well, she had to, she had the misfortune of playing on the same tribe as Strategic King Dean, um, who just seems to work his way out of trouble in every single episode. Um, I say, I, I sent you over a uh, there on Reddit uh, this past week. There was a, a a survivor sighting on a non-survivor Reddit. Um, someone on uh, the sneaker subreddit uh, noticed that uh, that Dean showed up to Survivor. With a very expensive pair of Air Jordans, oh my God. Um, and and I, I'm not I'm not sure why he wants to flex that. Uh, you're you're a sports guy, Lance. Uh, how many situations on Survivor would you say it would be a- appropriate to wear uh, Air Jordans? I would say unless he just has like some kind of foot disease or like <laughs> the smell is so overwhelming that you need to wear shoes. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. I have a, I have a pair of, uh, I, I have a pair of Jordans myself. And the first thing I'm thinking of is blisters. It's going to yeah. be a lot of blisters on that beach. Just I mean, it's sweaty just sweaty in there. Yeah, Just oh. wet, wet feet and yeah. soggy sand filled. Plus sneakers. you're going to be in the ocean and having soggy shoes is just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time leave your next time leave your Jordans at home. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I think that that wraps us up for the episode, and we've got to talk last last thing on the agenda here. Our Survivor of the Week and our Go to the Week, uh, and we've got a lot of great uh, a lot of great opportunity, a lot of great uh, candidates out there, Lance. Uh, so why don't you uh, you you want to lead us off here? Yeah, I've got two. Okay. Let me uh, let me narrow it down to one. I'm going to yeah. go with uh, the Vokai tribe as a whole. 
Okay. I think making, and they're your they're your winners. They're my, my survivor, your survivor of the week. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got them because the decision to sit Nora after that debacle, <laughs> yeah. was just the smartest thing. It saved them from having to vote out another person. They have the advantage in numbers, so it was just a great play, and it was a really fun scene to watch. Yeah. Like, are you sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. And I was considering for a moment doing it, uh, giving my uh, survivor of the week to Lauren, uh, because she, she I, I love her move there where she's just like, nope, nor sitting out. Like, she kind of is not a discussion. And like, I feel like I've been in situations like that before where someone comes up with a bad idea and everyone knows it's a bad idea. But do you want to say it, it to yeah. some? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's a dumb idea. But like she, she, Lauren just goes for it. She's just like, nope. We're, we're good. We're I do good. think that we said we've said this a couple times now, but Missy's efficiency is amazing. I think Lauren's taken that crown from her yeah. because Lauren doesn't get a, the amount of face time that you would expect. But every time she's on the screen, it's either a funny line or like a good move. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that. But I'm gonna give my uh, my survivor of the week. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Jason uh, because That's I two absolute, weeks in a row for you, right? It, yeah, I absolutely loved his uh, in that challenge. He was just the MVP for sure. Uh, he may be one of the best callers in Survivor history, if not the best caller in Survivor history. And he just had such a great turnaround. That's only because Nora hasn't done it yet. So. Yes, that's right. That's right. Had Nora gotten the opportunity and, and figured out that whole behind you, in front of you thing, it could have been her. But instead, Jason steals a crown. Um, I, 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 really like, I really like it here. Yeah, so... My second winner, the one I was deciding between, yeah. was Jason's voice. Yeah. Just they, his voice. He had the mom voice, which yeah. is great, and then his calming voice, and then as the caller, uh, he was just amazing. I so. could do anything if Jason's telling me what to do. I could do anything. I could put together a puzzle. Like, I could do, I do Yeah, anything. you don't even need your eyes. Nope, nope. Just close them. Jason will be my eyes. Jason will be my, my voice. Yep. Jason will be my everything. Yep. Uh, okay, so your, uh, your go to the week, Lance. My who, go to the week. Who did not necessarily shine i've got another i've got two again and i'm gonna narrow it down i'm gonna go with missy's annoyance level okay she was just so annoyed throughout the episode she got hit in the face people aren't voting out who she wants karishma is just annoying the hell out of her quote unquote so i gotta just say that it's her annoyance level and it's just not helping her game so Mm. i don't know if she needs to have some more alone time maybe (laughs) float in the water you know try to find your inner chi whatever you got to do but come on missy we're rooting for you yeah. Uh, so my go to the week is the entire Layro tribe minus uh, Elizabeth and uh, and uh, Elaine. Um, I think they're. Uh, I, I really like them, uh, especially Elaine. I, I think Elaine is is really the uh, the the best of the best here. Um, but everyone, they're they're uh, they look like they are in a mess. They had this women's alliance that they thought was secret, but wasn't secret. It's kind of broken apart now uh, that they voted someone out. And also Karishma knows that she's on the outs. Um, Dean is clearly unhappy uh, moving forward. Uh, Missy kind of exposed herself in her game. People aren't trusting Aaron. They are a mess. And heading into a tribe swap, that is the last thing you want your tribe to be. They're already down in the numbers. And that's it's fine if you're down in the numbers and you work well together. But they're down in the numbers and they don't work well together and that's just that's just a disaster so that that's that's my pick um that's my pick yeah i think you nailed that one uh my other goat i'm gonna go real quick just having an immunity idol like (laughs) uh, having one is a bad news for this it does turn out watch out man it does turn out to be a bad thing yeah finger fingers crossed that jamal uh either plays it next time or plays it right and doesn't go home with it because we want to see some uh, we want to see some tribal council fireworks that's right but hey, stay tuned next week. It could happen. You never know, right? Yeah, Karishma's going to be dropping bombs on people. A lot of bombs coming yeah. on next episode of Survivor. When stay tuned for that, right? she switches sides. 
That's right. Um, okay. Well, I think that just about wraps us up here, uh, Lance. Uh, but before we go, I want to remind everybody that the Survivor Brothers podcast is available on all your favorite podcasting apps, whether that's uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, all those great places you can find us. Um, you can also find us on YouTube if you do a little look for us on there at the TV Guide news page. Uh, t- please say hi to us on there. And uh, stay tuned for some more great podcasts coming from your friends at TV Guide uh, down the stretch. We've got some really exciting stuff coming, uh, and and we can't wait to share that information with you. That's right. So stay tuned for that, right? Um, but yeah, so for now, uh, from uh, what so from far, far, far outside the Survivor Island. Sure. That's, yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> this is, uh, it's been the Survivor Brothers, and uh, we'll see you back here next week, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge on may 23rd i want to go back to normal what's normal the paramount plus original series evil returns we've already hunted werewolves demons and now what a baby antichrist (laughs) prepare yourself you will not beat us for the end Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season, streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus.